0: My first time, and it's episode 181.
1: The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at with your host, Shane Chapman and wayne LeRent. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah, The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go.
0: Hey, buddy. What's up? Not much. It's a Friday. A it's a Friday. little bit earlier today Yeah. than like, we typically do.
1: Like 10 o'clock?
0: Yeah, but that's okay, because everybody's got things to do. It's the weekend.
1: It's so early, Shane isn't even in his seat. He'll and be here we started soon. started without him. Like,
0: he'll be here soon. <laughs> and then when he gets here, we'll get rolling.
1: We'll get rolling. I did the intro. I think I did pretty well. And
0: Shane sat down. We're live. We're, We're actually recording. We live. are live. Oh, try not to breathe too heavy then. Yeah. You ran up the stairs, so that's impossible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually get to the stairs. I only got, like, I didn't go down them. I just got to them. Oh, leaned over the
1: edge. You just yep. shouted
0: out. Way the to conserve energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So... On, what are you guys talking about? You started uh, this thing, so, far, so you carry it. Yeah, so oh, far yeah, we just talked about doing an earlier podcast because yes. we have things to do. What do you have to do this weekend? Uh,
1: nothing is what's going to happen. You are doing something.
2: Well, I'm doing something. We are heading... By we, I mean my father-in-law, my brother-in-law, and my dad, so the four of us, oh, cool. are heading up to... Uh, it's known as Dead Lake, but apparently the actual lake name is Nipu N I P E W. I don't know how you say it, Nipu Lake. It's a fly-in fishing lake, um, Ooh. like an hour north of La Ronge. I'll say. Oh, that's so good.
1: That's a long ways.
2: <clears throat> yeah, you drive up <laughs> to. Um, how long is it drive? What's first? the date today? June. Uh, Darn. it's eight-hour drive. June. Darn. It's an eight-hour drive and then a twelve-minute flight. Yeah, the flights are quick usually. To this lake. So yeah, the flight's a short one, but it's a little water skipper. And even if it doesn't
0: go well, the plane is designed
2: to like kind of land wherever. (laughs) Yeah, there's like more water than land up there. So it's like lots of runways for it.
0: Have you been on a float plane before? Have you taken I have
2: not. So it's super interesting. Nothing about this. Have you done? Trip have I done. You don't like you've fished before hardly though (laughs) like this will be different fishing for you my yeah catch fish (laughs) yeah Yeah, because there'll be a fish on the end of my line that'll be different lots uh the only so since i've been a kid i remember fishing once as a kid in a creek and it was a little tiny jackfish we got some volume issues here and so uh i've not been fishing since then that i recall like maybe shore fishing like cast line and like nothing Last summer, maybe two summers ago, I went out at Kenosi Lake with my dad in the boat and oh yeah, we would... caught one One little jackfish out there. I caught it. I was like, cast it twice, caught one fish. That's the only fish we caught all day. So that's my experience fishing. That's it. Cool. Oh, and so this, this will be significant. This, be this is different. fishing. This will be a lot different. Yeah. <laughs> so I, about. you're going to love fishing after this trip. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope so because I'm <laughs> buying all the gear to do it now. <laughs> but I watched a quick video yesterday of a guy, they shot like a series up on this exact lake. It was like a tourism Saskatchewan yep. fishing show guy That was on this lake And he was pulling fish out of that lake Like, <laughs> Big like fish. that's all that was in it Yeah They're twice the size of your kids when they're born they're He'd be really like, oh, this is a good size When you pull it out It's like a 40 inch pike And he's like, yeah No problem pulling out 40 plus inch bikes Out of this lake all day long Jeez. Every day And it was like Monsters he's whole, They're monsters So, yeah, I don't know Did that
1: they, I, did that ever terrify you when you were kids? Like you're like swimming in the lake, yes, and then like you really don't know what's underneath you, mm-hmm. and those big jackfish in
2: the lake. I was always worried about that as a kid. Yeah, yeah, I would say I'm. I still think about that,
0: but I like it didn't stop me from getting in the water. But I like we would swim as kids, so we have always kind of gone fishing. That was one of the yeah. things that my parents really enjoyed to do. Mm-hmm. So I would be in northern Manitoba and northern Saskatchewan and go fishing and. We'd get to the middle of the lake, and then my parents would be jump like, "Jump off, get off the boat." Yep. Put a life jacket on when we were young enough, but then as we got older, it was like no life jackets, and you would just swim. But like we would swim in fifty feet of water, and no kidding. When I was a kid, I was like, "What's in there?" There's something There's down something there. down right. there, Right. And mom and dad were like, "Yeah, but they're a long ways down there, and
2: they're they're not coming up. You're bigger than they are, so get in the water." Mm-hmm. Oosh, what the what's ocean. what's scarier to you, swimming in shallow water like ten, twelve feet deep, or swimming in Super deep water, like a 300 foot deep lake. What what would give you more of like the... The 300 feet? The,
0: the 300 foot. Okay. Well, and I-, I know that for sure because I was swimming in... I want to say that I was in Hawaii. Nope, Grand Caymans. I was in the Grand Caymans. Yeah. And I was snorkeling in an area and, it, and you could see the bottom, but it was 30 or 40 feet. Like the water was super clear and I was snorkeling. And then I swam out far enough and what happened was like you could see the shelf and then it just went black and there was like there was nothing yeah (laughs) i went out a little bit and then i turned around and came back was like i don't really like that feeling (laughs) yeah (laughs) it just feels so
2: small it's so weird the other thing is that i've not experienced that in person but i think that would freak me out
0: because i've been fishing quite a bit i understand that fish big fish usually sit on the edge of the of those shelves and so if you're fishing you're what you're about to do you should always bring your bait across that shelf because big fish will sit in the deeper water and then they'll swim up off that shelf and and that's where they kept their prey from Because right. the smaller fish will swim up so at that very moment when i swam across over that really dark area i felt like prey
1: like you were done and i was
0: like if there's a megalodon,
1: <laughs> dun, 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 it's dun.
0: over for me. Yeah,
1: right. What a way to go, though. eh? like I, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna be. I'd like to be eaten fully though by a shark. One bite. One bite. One bite. I wouldn't want it. I don't want that. Like, <laughs> flip you around. Yeah, you know? that would suck.
2: But would it? Like, what if you just got? What if it was so big? There was a guy recently that was actually swallowed by a whale. Yeah, alive. Holy smokes. Like he was inside the like true Moby Dick story.
1: Pinocchio. And I believe
2: or... he got out. I believe he like somehow. And got back out of the whale. I got processed. No, I don't. I think he <laughs> came back out the way he came in, if yeah. I recall. But like, oh, like tequila. How? <laughs> yeah. How interesting <laughs> would that be? Exactly. You're know, like swim along. It's like, not black interesting. inside would, of. I don't understand how that just
1: doesn't happen use. when those photographers are taking pictures of those whales. Right. So right. like, a big, blue whale is so big. Yeah. Right. Or
0: even humpbacks. Yeah. Like when a humpback comes out of the water, it is a significant animal
2: and i believe that's what swallowed this guy was a humpback
0: yep well (laughs) because you want to get on your little canoe or kayak and catch all the best pitchers and then all of a sudden it's like have you you've seen
2: humpbacks right Mm -hmm. when you're in white well not up close and personal like not one that was about to eat me but like from a distance so i was on a scale on a boat and there Mm -hmm. was a humpback that
0: came up maybe 20 feet away from the boat oh yeah that's pretty close they're <laughs> really massive, yeah, like massive animals, and they're not
2: the biggest ones, right? Like you said, the blue whales, blue whales, right? Bigger, like oh boy. But this isn't like a storybook where you get swallowed and then you just light your lighter and you're like, oh hello. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. That's not the experience inside. They're like, what would that be like? That'd be wild. It'd Be awful. You would just be pitch black, still in water, presumably, like floating in whatever
1: it just I feel inhaled. like it would be like a wet sleeping bag. Be awful. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but it would be, like, be awful, fleshy. Right? It like, probably stink if you did have air in there. Like, yeah, what a weird experience. Yep. And moving. And cruising. And you don't know where you are at that point. Like, are you still on the surface? Did this thing just dive yep. 100 feet down? Like, if I get out of this thing, where am I? It's got to go am off. Am I just dead? time? Right? Yep.
0: Yeah. So that really dark shelf, that was scary. Yeah,
2: I've seen some like, videos do do
0: do of. And then all of a sudden, it
2: was like, oh, wow. I've seen How some videos that? of that. There was, like, some place in the world, I don't know where it is, that there's a like basically a big circle drop off thing. That's where the
0: guys free dive. People
2: go swimming out and then just like swim over top of that. And for some reason it just gives me the heebie-jeebies. It's like you're at no more risk of drowning or. (laughs) No, exactly. You're you're still floating in the water, just the same. But for some reason I just like, that's creepy. I don't like though when I'm swimming even at a shallow lake, like around here or something, the fact that it is shallow kind of bugs me because more than the fish, I worry about like getting like seaweed and shit touching my feet when I'm in there. I don't like that. I don't like that. I yeah, prefer a so deeper
0: that doesn't lake. Bother me. Yeah,
1: I'm not a fan of that. I mean, that, that was always the thing that freaked me out is when you're like tubing behind the boat and you get wiped out, and then the boat's like 100, 200 feet away from you, and you're like, I'm out here all by myself. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, so they for don't some get reason, back to me.
0: The lake I don't worry about because I like typically we're bigger than everything in lakes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a jackfish is, or a pike, if you want, northern pike. They're not going to eat you. Yeah, what about like They're not
1: crossing. even going to bite you. Actually. There's crocodiles. Yeah. I'm joking.
2: And that's why I'm not super worried about the fish in these lakes around here, because it's like, well, yeah. what? Like, they're not going to try to bite you. If they did, what would they take a little, little bite in your toe and then buck, bugger off? Like, they're not going to yeah. hurt you. That's yeah. right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But, but when you're in the ocean,
0: you have salt water, and then you swim over a, yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of things in there that could eat you. Things change and yeah. hurt you. Yeah, and maybe not even hurt you. Like not eat you. Maybe it's a stingray. It just comes cruising by, and it was like, or jellyfish.
2: Have you ever been stung by a jellyfish?
0: Nope.
1: Shane, you just want to talk about peeing on someone. Somebody's
0: got to get peed on.
2: (laughs) I (laughs) want to piss on you. Yeah.
0: Drip, drip, drip. Pee, pee, pee. I think I'd be looking for just normal ammonia. I'd
2: be like... like, (laughs) What's more readily available when you're out in the boat or in the water? It's like way easier to pee on you, in my opinion. But anyways, yeah, we leave tomorrow. We drive up there. We stay one night in a cabin in miss which is like the last... End of the road Do you get a chance To go see the falls On Otter Lake I don't know There's a no, There's some falls know.
0: there Called the Stoyak Falls They're huge They're
2: Just awesome. like right around Miss Nippy yeah. Or what Okay yep. well and there's like Maybe if we have time Old church there as well Major And then church. Sunday morning We first, get on the plane And we church. take off Eight nice. in the morning I think Out to the cabin No cell service Nobody else around Will be the only people On that lake Super You just nice. get dropped off For four days And it's like Good luck Yeah
1: Yep Jeez
0: It's the best if you get nervous, call me. I'll trade you. He can't. <laughs> yeah, there's a <laughs> <no> satellite <laughs> phone for emergencies. Apparently, Bef- before you go, if you like last minute decide you can't do it, just call me. I'll oh yeah,
2: i get up here. <laughs> nope, that's it. That's it. What about you? What are you doing this weekend? You're going. He's going, going bear, going bear hunting. hunting. Did you talk about that already? No, nope. a, a little. I yeah,
0: I just said I'm going to go bear hunting. Nowhere near is like.
1: It's not as cool. Not as crazy. Unless, bear I it? It unless I is it
2: not,
0: not as crazy <laughs> unless I shoot a bear yeah like if I actually shoot a bear
1: you might not even see a bear
0: I may so it might be completely uneventful or it might be one of the most eventful things I've ever done in my
2: life yeah I was gonna say on paper that sounds like a much more uh terrifying journey if yeah. I shoot a bear fishing my yep. the plan
0: would be that it will be around 30 yards from me and that's how close it'll be if I do it so okay
1: like across um, the road.
0: Yep. Yeah, I I plan to be in a tree stand, but I've but bears can climb trees. So, and they do. Sometimes they actually like come up because they know you're there. They can smell you and of course. tell you're there. So sometimes they're just more interested in the food than you. And sometimes they get tired of the food and then they want to come check you out. And so. Hmm, yep. Hmm.
2: Good luck. Yeah, right.
1: exactly. I hope to see one. I don't know how I'm going to segue this into railing, but.
2: I don't know, but there is like, I would say a, at least a 30% shot that you're doing this podcast by yourself next week. <laughs>
1: we, yeah. we both may not come back. Yeah, exactly. You guys are going off in the middle of nowhere. Like, what are you no doing this cell weekend? Service. Going
2: to a flying fishing trip where there's no life yeah. and no communication tools for four days. Oh, okay. And what are you doing? Uh, Going to go shoot some bears from like arm's length away.
1: It'll be a memorial podcast next <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shane's lost in the woods and- we don't know what happened to Wade. Yeah. yeah. All we got was the other thumb. <laughs> right? yeah.
0: Just leave a thumb behind. <laughs> yeah.
2: so. All right. Well, I don't know, Bryce, but do your best to try to segue that into the topic. Maybe you today. want to talk about safety.
1: Oh, is it safety month? No, no, that
0: was last month. No, yeah. but like railing is safety and what we're about to do is not
1: lots of that. No. <laughs> okay. That's no, a good one. I'm just going to use the sting though. <laughs>
2: Speaking of stings Think there's any murder hornets up there?
1: Oh wow, murder nope. hornets That's a nope. long time since I heard that word But the mosquitoes right? will be so big
0: they'll look like hornets <laughs> um, I don't know that this
2: coffee's any better Yeah,
1: I don't know what happened to this coffee This is not the kind of coffee you want to be drinking on your deck in the morning Leaning up against the railing There yeah. is something
2: significantly wrong with our coffee maker this morning Or the water going into it, I don't know The water but, was
1: fine, I tasted uh, the water So it's
2: the make, something's bad. It's the coffee maker maker now. It's not good. Anyway, today's topic, Bryce, you're going to have to kind of enter it. There's a, there's an article in a magazine that we're going to talk about. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You delivered that.
0: (laughs) You delivered that real
1: good. Yeah. So, uh, we got a copy of the merchant magazine from the voice of the West's LBM supply chain. And they had an article in there that was, quite interesting. So interesting that Shane decided to throw it on my desk. Yeah. Cause I didn't want to read it. Cause you didn't want to read it. Um, Tell me
2: if this is interesting.
1: So the, the, fe- the feature story was something that we always get asked questions about anyway, which is railing. Right? Yeah. And it's uh nine questions to help customers choose the best deck railing. Oh yeah. By Chase Moritz. I hope I said that right.
2: Chase Moritz. Thanks Chase Moritz for your research and giving us the basis for our topic on the podcast today and so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna, gonna go to th-
1: go through all nine of his uh questions and um critique the hell out of them fine okay ready rock and roll okay so he kind of broke this down into two different setups um one is setting up your project so like what's the ideal railing for the project mm, mm-hmm. and then from that you choose aesthetically Okay. So the first like five questions are about uh, choosing the ideal deck railing for the project. So the first question that he says that you should always ask your customers and that customers should always know is, uh, what is the required height in your area that code calls for? Mm. Certainly. Like that's just like the first thing to go by, I guess.
2: That's a good starting point. It is. So the most common, like the two common heights are 36 inches and 42 inches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a it's a good question to ask because it differs from place to place as to when you require a 42 inch height rail here specifically, if your deck is over six feet tall, you require 42. Is it six feet? Yeah. Six feet tall. You require 42 inch height rail under okay. six feet. You could do 36 inch rail. Uh, but because, it's very, very common to need the 42. That's generally all that people stock around here. Like you don't find 36 inch rail sitting on a shelf just mm. anywhere. It's kind of a special order thing only. They just carry the 42 because it works in all applications.
0: Correct.
1: Is, is that six inches really like a big...
2: Well, you, you know a what? Point. It is. It is? Yeah. yeah. If you ever see a deck that's up in the air, like a second story walkout or something, it's 11, 12 feet in the air and it's only got 36 inch rail. It looks uh, really not safe. Oh, really? But if you think about where your center of gravity is on your legs, like somebody like me who's six feet tall, 36, I'm six foot two at 36. That's, that's below the halfway point of me. That means if I walk into that thing,
1: you go right over, tip over
2: that thing. Yeah. Then you give it six more inches. Now it's above my center Mm of mass.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, So for me, I feel like it's fairly important. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't do anything to me. I can be. I'm only like five eight. So. Yeah, you just need a bumper, like a curb yeah, at the exactly. edge of the right? Right. <laughs> I wouldn't fall. Well, if you just like raise your
2: fascia a little bit, it might yeah. be enough to keep you on there. Yeah, exactly. But no, there's some places like down in the states that that they're okay with thirty six inches uh, like on those walkout decks. Well, they have
0: a lot more people, like they can
2: afford to lose a few <laughs> <just Yeah>. population <laughs> that's control that you're going with. Yeah. But that's crazy. Like, where's three feet like barely above my knee?
1: No. Three feet is exactly 36 inches from the bottom of your foot. (laughs) Half your body. I'm
2: like two feet to my knee easy. So it's like halfway between my knee and my hip. That's like, that feels pretty low to me. Mm -hmm. It's very low. So that feels unsafe. But anyways, check your local building uh, department because they'll tell you when you need 36 inch versus 42 inch.
1: Have Have you guys ever had to go higher than 42 inches? you ever seen anything like around that? pools you generally have to go higher Ooh. at least five feet some places six right feet
2: so around a pool you have to have it enclosed with it- a locking gate mechanism and it's got to be at least five feet tall in a lot of areas six feet and some
1: so is it more dangerous do you think to fall into the pool than fall off a really high deck
2: nope <laughs> nope and
0: the other thing that doesn't make sense to me about this is that like you're trying to keep kids out of the pool
1: why are you going so high?
0: Right. They're usually pretty low to the ground, kids are. Yeah. Typically. Typically. But some of them are quite mischievous and they will
1: climb things. They're like monkeys.
2: Yeah. That is a really, I'm sitting here trying to like rack my brain. I'm like, what is the reason? Why? Why is it Why? so
1: high around a pool? Like, I understand you don't want kids to drown. Like, it's a safety. Yeah, like, you
2: also don't want them to anything. fall 12 feet off a deck. Exactly. Like, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. In fact, if they fall into the pool, there's a good chance they can get out of it just fine. Potentially. Some yeah. of them may drown, but a lot of them will be like, oh, I fell in the pool, I'm going to out. You fall off 12 feet, nobody's like,
1: oh, no big deal.
0: There is a life <laughs> skill. It's all bad. There. There's a life skill you can teach your children around a pool mm-hmm. to save themselves. Screaming. There is no, no. life skill
2: you can teach someone <laughs> falling from
1: 12 feet. Land on oh, your feet. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Land on your
2: feet. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Be a cat, which Maybe. actually might be <laughs> a bad idea to land on your feet. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, there's certain times when you do need, like you're required for... To have that taller railing around pools and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Any Anywhere. Construction here says, code and aesthetics are not the same. Sometimes taller railing is more proportional and therefore the better option. And I agree with that because sometimes a bigger, taller deck with 36 inch height rail just doesn't look right to me. It's like, it looks like it should be taller rail. Right. And likewise, yeah. sometimes a short, small deck with 42 inch height rail looks not proportional. It's like, that seems yep. excessively tall.
0: Typically... People will try to do 36 inch rail on the front, how, like on the front landing mm-hmm. in this area. Because those are usually kind of like a three by six, six by three, however you want to call that. Yep. So they're usually fairly small. So then to do
2: big, tall, heavy rail. Big, bulky rail. Looks, yeah. USMC on Instagram says the distance between the top and bottom rail on pool code makes it unclimbable, if that's a word. So for a child, I guess they can stand on the bottom rail and reach to the top rail to pull themselves up and climb over. But like on a six feet. foot tall or five foot tall rail, they can't right. stand on the bottom rail and then reach up to like climb over. So right. it's much more difficult to climb a taller rail.
1: Right. Still does not So then put the taller rail on the anything. tall deck too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're okay with them climbing over the deck. Right. And if they climb over them, the
1: deck and fall off. Along with like, whatever. Down, just not into the water. Yeah. Uh, let's move on because that was a lot longer talking about the high yeah, railing. Yeah, <laughs> I sure that was, was going to be. Sure was. Yeah. Um, so the second question is: uh, Does the deck have a lot of angles? So I can read the little blurb he's got here. Yep, yeah. read the blurb. Uh, if there are level runs with angles, certain styles of railing will be more user friendly. Aluminum railings, for example, are the easiest to install on all level angles. Composite or cellular PVC railings can also be used but may require a larger post sleeve at the angle the degree of angles is much more limited with vinyl railings i didn't really understand that
2: yeah yeah so with the (laughs) with yeah so with the with the composite post sleeve depending what the angle is like you you probably you you may have to bird's mouth cut in your um top say a lot of words you for sure don't know that one nope (laughs) So if that post is going to run into the corner of the post, you've got to notch a triangle into it for it to seat into the edge of the post. Does that okay. make sense?
0: Because yeah. you're going to put your post square, and then the railing is going to come into the point of that post.
2: Okay. The so corner. you have to cut a bird's
0: mouth. Bird's mouth.
1: A- a- acute angles. Yep. Ah! Acute triangles. <laughs>
2: around, ah! around the post so that the railing can fit on there. Huh. So you may have to do that. And then sometimes just on aggressive angles, it's just like, depending on how big the post sleeve is and how wide the top rail is, it might be wider than the post sleeve itself when you start getting a really aggressive angle on or something. Mm -hmm. The nice thing about um, a lot of aluminum rails, there's two options on how to do that. A lot of aluminum rails have like a sleeve, a welded sleeve on the top. And some manufacturers like Regal, for example, create, they have a 45 degree post with sleeves that are already, they're already at the angle you need. It's no different dealing with that angle than it is with a straight line post aesthetically and the install purpose, right? Like it's just slides in. It's really simple. Or if you need a really odd angle, they'll have like swivel brackets that are like, they look a little bit different. Like they don't look as nice. They're not Not as clean looking. um, But they will allow quite a bit of flexibility in the angle that you can pivot them to because they'll go like 90 degrees, probably even more than 90 degrees. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can make it work with whatever angle. So, but if you have a bunch of, corners and angles and you hate the look of those swivel brackets well then that's where this comes into it's like aesthetically i don't want to do, use that railing because i right. don't like how they deal with odd angles mm-hmm. and maybe you do want a composite that you can miter into or bird's mouth on a corner. like it depends it's an aesthetic choice on that one 100 percent. right yep okay but aluminum is going to be easier
1: yeah Alum- S- aluminum certainly it's the easiest yep that's why it sells the most in canada um what are the surroundings like? That's question number three. Oh, yeah.
0: So that will lead toward like what you want for sight lines and stuff, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't Like it's like two sentences and that's exactly what it said.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, you did that view much more and efficiently. Sight lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's a, we're, <laughs> you made it sound like we're going to get into more aesthetic questions later, but this is obviously an aesthetic question right now. It's like, what yeah. are you, what's, what's on the other side of the rail? Are you trying to preserve a view? Because if you are, then you're probably going to want to look at some sort of glass railing or cable railing or something that's like fairly minimalist. Mm-hmm. And there's different levels of that, certainly too. Like a, a basic aluminum rail can have glass panels in it to open up the view, but it would still have a top and bottom rail. Or you can do topless glass rail with aluminum posts. Or you can do something like crystal rail or or any other pod style um, mounting bracket for glass panels pop, with no... Like pop post, if Yeah, you with will. no posts or top rail or anything. Right. Or you can do cable, which is like... Cable is a nice option because no cleaning really other than spider webs, but no glass water spots or sort mm-hmm. or anything, but still like less
0: bird strikes. Yeah. <laughs> when you get used
2: to the look of cable, you almost don't notice it anymore. So it gives a really nice sight line as well. Yeah. Um, and if you're looking, if the back is looking at the back of your garage, like
1: at my place, then who gives her shit? Right. <laughs> why, why exactly. spend money
2: on fancy railing? If it's just, if there's nothing to look at. Yeah. So go with pickets.
1: Mm-hmm. Go with pickets. Aluminum pickets.
2: Or maybe your backyard faces something unsightly, like I don't know, a landfill or directly across to your neighbor's kitchen window or something and you want to put mm. in like a frosted glass or something that gives more privacy. Right. Sometimes you want the view, sometimes you don't, sometimes you don't care.
1: Privacy wall.
2: Yep. Then yeah, your heights of rail might come into play too, then, right?
1: Right. So don't want my kids going into the pool. Anyway. Yeah. Um
0: <laughs> Or looking at the neighbor.
1: That's right. What is the project's budget? I think that's always important. I'm surprised that's not one of the first questions.
0: Well, it sounds like it is one of the first ones.
1: It's the fourth. Yeah, it's in the top
2: five. <laughs> when you say one of the first, how deep do you go in that? Top five. One, one. of the first refers oh. to what?
1: Like the top two questions. How is that they even have a to be phrase? the most important.
2: How is that? Isn't it the one first? One of the first? There's no one
1: of... of. Well, the first. The first, first? is okay. singular. Are we really going <laughs> to... Nope. Yeah. First ref- no nope. re- first I- would refer to a group. Because nope. I saw a TikTok the other day. The guy was, <laughs> the guy was talk-
2: stuff to talking Wade wants to go bear hunting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I talked about the English language and how funny it can be sometimes. Yeah. And awesome. this is a perfect example of one that. One of the first one of the first.
1: Yeah. My parents always said couple three. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. it's couple few. Everybody knows. A couple that. few. Depends <laughs> where you're from in Saskatchewan, I guess.
2: Yeah, so budget. Uh, of yeah, course, this budget. of course this comes into play because budget can be, you know, wood rail can be very inexpensive, um, at least from a material standpoint. Your rail might be twenty bucks a linear foot feet with a pressure treated wood. Your aluminum rail might be forty to fifty bucks a linear foot for aluminum picket. You might be sixty to seventy for glass. You might mm-hmm. be one hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty for Frameless glass. You could be that same price for cable. Your privacy wall could be one hundred and eighty or two hundred dollars on your foot. Like it, it literally could be ten times from one style to the next when mm-hmm. you start mixing infill kits and styles and heights and mm-hmm. qualities
1: and. And some of these, these are of much more complicated to install than the like. Yeah, I, absolutely, they don't require just yep. more railing material. They require no. more material Correct. on your deck, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: I think everybody should charge. So much for wood rail that people then just switch to aluminum for the install. You should charge so much for install on wood rail that yeah. it that becomes cheaper to do aluminum.
2: Yeah. Because if you are hiring somebody to install this rail, uh wood's probably not the cheaper option anymore. It because be. what you've made up in material cost, uh, which wood has gone up over the last few years anyway, so it's probably not even that that much of a gap anymore. Uh, you're gonna lose that on in the install because the install for a carpenter to do that takes much more time. You're cutting everything. Yep. You're cutting the posts, you're cutting the top and bottom rails, you're cutting the potentially the balusters, you're cutting all sorts of things, you're fastening all together. It's just like all custom essentially, right? Um aluminum rail, if you look at a system like the Fortress home rail, you you have you to cut the rail panel maybe.
0: Yeah, (laughs) And that's it
2: You fasten your post down so fast Plum right now Mm -hmm. No leaving it loose To kind of slide things in And you drop the rail panel in Put a couple screws in Snap the covers on Away you go Mm -hmm. Like it's quick
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And it's easy It sounds like DIY could do that Yeah And it looks way better Yep There you go
0: And so budget should play a factor in that Yep That's why it's one of the first questions
1: That's why it's one of the first questions Yeah The fifth question Unless you have some Instagram comments Change over there. Some comments. Please. I do. I'm
2: reading through them to see if they're relevant to the topic at hand here. Uh, USMC's, this is uh random, but USMC says Barrett outdoor living was acquired today, by the way. Not sure if you guys do much of that up there. No. Haney construction says, hopefully the new owners of Barrett don't drop the name Duralife for the decking. Uh, I'm not sure why he's tied to the name Duralife, but that's interesting. I've been talking to Barrett quite a bit about bringing some of their stuff in. Um, this year not the decking but some of the other accessories and whatnot so acquired by who i'm curious mm. a little bit but whom whom um and Corey dubb says that's a pretty great system the fortress home rail yeah uh-huh. he works uh-huh. for fortress that's right as does usmc 25 of percent our audience today is from <laughs> fortress uh
1: so the final question in the what is the ideal deck railing for your project group is uh where is the project located Uh, coastal areas need railing materials that can withstand salty moist air so final composite and aluminum are a better option than steel
0: yeah so Mm. i think that if you owned a lumberyard or a building supply store in one of those areas it wouldn't be a conversation you'd have to have here with the customers because you would just say what i had there available for purchase would be good for that environment yeah seems silly for me to have a whole bunch of
1: you're not going to sell that stuff, mostly iron and
0: salt. Like yeah. where we are right now, I don't. We don't have to worry about
1: ocean water, right? Salt spray.
2: Well, with the wind we get,
1: yeah. The amount of salt we put on the it roads could
2: potentially carry that mist. Yeah, four thousand kilometers this way.
0: It's unbelievable how windy it is here.
2: But you're right; it's not a concern for no. us here because we don't have that salt environment. But when you're within a mile of the coast, everything changes about all your building practices, mm-hmm. including your railing. Sure. Right. So it's aluminum not- doesn't rust. So that's,
1: that's a good thing. Man, aluminum yeah. just seems like the bee's knees. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Why not? The one
2: part sometimes that aluminum does have is powder-coated steel screws, and those can rust. Mm. So maybe you need to swap those out for a stainless steel screw or something, potentially. But um, That's about it. A wood rail should perform yeah. if you maintain it out there, but you, again, got to make sure you're using the proper stainless fasteners and hardware. When you're doing that in coastal regions, and you're gonna have to
1: oil the crap out
2: of it. You want to take care of that, yeah. And but
1: again, yeah, this not is something
0: that I think if you're there purchasing, I don't, I don't know. I feel like your your yard or your store should have your back in that one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they wouldn't carry it. You would they hope should not, not
2: suggest installing steel like iron rail or steel rail by the coast. <laughs>
0: but Some people have no morals. I when mean, if you're gonna have no morals, if you're gonna be diligent
2: <laughs> on maintaining and painting you're, and
1: touching it up, then fine. Your rail ethics are horrible. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on to the aesthetics, the fun questions. Finally. Yes, I feel like finally a couple of those were aesthetic. Yeah, right? they were. But, you know Chase Moritz didn't do a good job of separating. I them.
0: think he probably did a really good job.
1: Probably great at content, not great at organization. That's right. Uh, cool. so.
2: Number six. Sorry, Chase. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Chase. Right now, that just cut deep. He's like, oh, boy, he says it
1: all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, he's going to be the first one to comment on this YouTube video. Right. Uh, go ahead. I let's said, see. let's hope. Let's hope. Okay. Will the deck be used in the evening and therefore need lighting? This is an important question because a two-piece top rail will provide the most labor-friendly application of LED wiring.
2: Uh, before we move to that answer that question, Haney says, aluminum doesn't rust, but it sure does corrode in a salty environment. Half my builds are at mansions within 100 feet of the NH, NH New Hampshire? What is that? NH. Yes. New Hampshire, Atlantic coasts these days. Copper and high quality stainless steel are super important. Yes, yeah, so aluminum doesn't rust, but it does oxidize. Like It's not, it's not completely uh, bulletproof, mm-hmm. but- it's better than steel, is my understanding in those environments. But I'm also, I'm not in that environment, so I'll take his word for it. Stainless steel and copper, are the number one, number ones. Okay, uh, Stain, they're
0: one of the railing. first, one of the first choices that you would make. So should you light, your rail? Yeah, should
1: should you light your rail? Yeah, should you light your rail? Yeah. Are you going to use your deck at night?
0: What do you think, Wade? So should we add lighting to the railing? Light? I think we should add some lighting to the railing. <laughs> I think it looks really good. It's the last place I would add lighting. Typically, I think lighting should be on your stairs right away. That'd be the first.
2: Not for me. That railing's at my knee height. I want to see where yeah, it is. Wants to I make don't sure. want to hit that in the dark. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah.
0: Many, Lots if not. post caps, right? And I don't know that I love the post caps, but.
2: Yeah. That's why. There's the odd railing that doesn't have lighting accessories for their own system, but many do. And so post caps are the f- probably the most common accessory available yep. yeah. for any size post, wood posts, comps to mm-hmm. post, aluminum, mm-hmm. all of them. And then many others will have post mount lights. So you can mount on the side of the post. And some others will have like top rail lights. So you can undermount um, lights underneath the rail or mm-hmm. strip lights in the rail. Like there's lots of lighting options that will work with railing. And yes, I absolutely think you should light it up. Why not? Just light everything up. Yeah. It's,
0: yeah. It does a lot of things. It's like safety and as a ambience, ambience. Yeah. It's yeah. Nice. And you can
1: use it at night. I think that's like,
0: I think people, people use, their, use deck and, their deck
1: at night, don't they? I think they use they? it
0: anyway, so you might as well have the lights on it. So.
1: One of
2: my favorite lighting looks for railing is actually, uh, you could probably do this with many brands, but Regal Ideas has like an LED ribbon strip light that goes in the top rail. And if you do that with glass panels in there, it looks really cool. They can change colors or not. But I've seen it done with like a textured glass. Yeah, you did it like with that pattern, pattern, that pinhead. Yeah, pinhead. Glass. Or even like a frosted glass would probably look really mm-hmm. cool. And because there's so much texture to the glass, it really like, what do I want to say? Like dissipates or like refracts the light within oh, yeah. the glass panel. For sure. Refract yeah. is the
0: right word. And so yeah.
2: it like just gave, the first time I ever did that, uh, no, I didn't do it. It was a uh, one of our managed oh. installs, uh, decked out Contractor in Regina built the project, but we did this in The customer was like, well, we want privacy on that side, but we like to do the lighting all the way around the deck in there too. And he's like, what's that going to do? I'm like, "Ah, to be honest, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what effect that's going to have. Winging a prayer here. Yeah, to Mm -hmm. have that in there. Like the light will still come down, but I don't know how it's different than a clear panel. Turns out really freaking cool. Yeah. cool. Because whatever was kind of behind the glass panel, like you're on the deck and what's behind it, got blurred Mm -hmm. into whatever color, like whatever you know, it was a privacy glass. It just kind of blurs everything. So behind it, there'd be like a shrub and you get this like greenish glow here, but then the orange of the light would, mm. would reflect other things. And you get this almost like multi color, smooth, very cool, like blurry, very cool. Lighted look on the panel. It was so cool. I was like, that turned out way cooler than I even expected.
1: Like do that around your whole deck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks way cooler right?
2: with the, the pinhead glass than it does with clear glass. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Really neat. Look. Yep. So do that. So put lights on your deck. Lakeview Dex Muskoka says, I love the concept of the crystal rail for their lighting, but I find the pods hideous. Mm -hmm. I'm super interested in the Spartan rail system. Are you guys familiar with that product? Finding it hard to source here in Ontario. Uh, Yes to both. We stock the crystal rail product. It is a great product. Uh, You're not the only one that thinks the pods look hideous. I think think that's a fairly... I think even the people at Regal <laughs> think it looks yeah. hideous. They look like spaceships, man. That's what everybody says. Yeah. Big dino egg spaceship-y looking things. They're pretty spacey looking. They're, It's like a, a like, weird choice.
1: I feel like whenever I see one of those railings, I should see it at like Burning Man in the desert or something. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it, like it just a lot looks to be weird. It does look weird. Sculptural.
2: That said, the system itself is unbelievable. Yeah. It's awesome. The light's built into the pods. So you don't have to add extra lighting accessories and worry about it. It's built into the pod. Is that like it shines up through the glass?
0: Like you're you're sticking with it is awesome. <laughs> I, so I don't love it anymore. I sure, it, I think it is. Yeah, I,
2: think I awesome. used to. It's certainly not. Doesn't have the the. I feel like uh, we've had
0: a lot of issues with it. There's been some issues with the, like the lights. The bulbs have been burning out, not holding oh. up over time. Yeah, yeah, and that's a pain because, like, let's be honest. When that stuff goes onto a deck, typically the bottom's closed in. So now you got to remove all the soffit. Like, yep. how many lights burnt out on that one job that you did three years ago? Like, a running. it's a running total. I think. Exactly. Like you change <laughs> just about every pod there. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I want to light Regal up, but I, but I just think people should be aware of this. Yep. And so, like the remotes break super easy because where they have the battery, and so when you go to replace a battery, almost every single person that has replaced the battery has broken it. And so then it they got a to solder. Yeah. They point on the, the solder like point on the battery holder or something.
2: Yeah. Right?
0: So then they got to get a new remote, and it seems like. Almost every job we've done, we've had at least one pod burn out on. Yeah. Or the light, or they change the color of the light. And so then you had to replace that. And when you replace those lights, it's not as easy as just like pulling the light out. You have to pull all of the glass off, set it down, change the light. Sometimes Mm. accessing it from underneath the deck, which means removing soffit. Like, yeah, it's not...
2: The Gen One was flawless. The Gen One was much more difficult to get to. Then they realized that that was a problem. Yeah, I think, and they they redesigned the light, which then they changed the color light at the same time, which created its own problem. But they redesigned the lights so that you could unscrew the light from the top, and yeah. take it apart, and then put a new light on without having to unwire and un- disconnect everything from underneath. So that made it a little bit easier to get. To. You still got to pull the glass out and whatever. It's still a bit of a pain to yeah. do, but. Yeah. So yes, it's not without its issues for, for sure. But when it first came out, especially it was like, that was about the biggest wow factor in the industry for a long time. It's it's still still a really cool, right? Like when it's working, it's awesome. And the price for, for it is decent. Like
1: to get the lighting included in there,
2: it's like, it's a, it's compared to other frameless glass options. It's like, it's comparable yet. It's even less obstruction of view because all it is is these pods and you get the lighting system kind of included with it and Mm so price wise it's like a good premium priced option um the spartan rail system is similar but they have gone with a more traditional style spigot it doesn't look like a spaceship egg it just it looks like a traditional spigot like stainless steel spigot at the bottom with a light in it as well and they also have the ability to change colors of the light, right? Yep. The crystal rails is one color, and that's it. Correct. They both use their what we what our glass manufacturer calls Starfire, which is like a, it's like an extra it's no, pure, it's a no iron, no glass. iron glass. So there's, it's a very pure mm. glass to allow the light to travel through the glass unrefracted. Yes, there Check, you go. Hits the edge of the glass that's polished and 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 glows there, Lights so it gives us like Tron look. It's it's super yeah. cool, very cool. So they both do that. The Spartan rail does, I think, look nicer. Has the the multicolors, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason you can't find it on Canada is because apparently they don't have uh, whatever, I don't know if it's, um, what's the code you, the I would say
0: Safety that Council.
2: it's
0: CM, CS, uh,
2: CMCA, C-M-C-S? CMCS. Why is it skipping? My, that doesn't sound right. Whatever, whatever, CMCC. CMCC? Yeah. Approval on that rail yet. And apparently they have the equivalent um, approval in the States. So it's available in the States right now, but it's not available in Canada yet. We'll you'll have to smuggle it in. And so I've talked to him about that because we're interested in it. It's a cool system. Mm-hmm. It's manufactured by a guy in Australia, uh, with a company, Illuminated Balustrade. And uh, yeah, it's a cool system. I'd like to get my hands on it, but apparently we can't sell it in Canada yet. So go figure, but it looks much better. Um, Deck Protect says Brolaws just did a video, presumably about the Crystal Rail because they're yep. Regal sponsored guys. <laughs> Haini Construction says the pods are an alien abortion. Here's hoping they make a more Whoa. classic shape one of these days. Uh, the shape is for
0: sure a hold back for some people. The shape does turn people <laughs> The off.
2: shape is... And we, like... I remember you and I seeing Chris Rial for the first time in person at the Western Retail Lumber Association buying show <sighs> three or four years ago. Probably more than that. Oh, like f-
0: well, yeah, maybe five. Because it was
2: before... It was like when it was coming out, then it got taken off shelves and it came out again. Yep. And... Paul of France was there Because he was involved In the in the design of it With them When he was When he was a Regal guy And that was our first feedback too Is like This is freaking incredible But like What's <laughs> What's the Spacey shape Like yeah. that seems like A weird choice And their thing is like It's all in the engineering yeah. It had to be That shape for strength And whatever else And I was like Really? Hmm Okay, you couldn't have gone with something more square or released a cap that you could slide over would give it a more traditional look or whatever. And anyway, I thought for engineers, sure by now they would have a different look, but... Engineers uh, are funny. They mess a few things up. No.
0: <laughs> so I have a Ford truck and I can tell you for certain that no engineer has ever hooked a trailer up. Like the, ever. the Ford engineers that designed the hitch on the back of that truck have never towed anything Mm, mm -hmm. because if one of them had ever hooked up safety chains on the back of their truck, they would redo that entire setup. Yep. You can't actually get the hooks through because the angle of like where you're supposed to hook your safety chains to, you can't actually put the hook through. So you watch, you drive around and every Ford you see will have clevises on the back because that, I had, I had to put, to put a put, clevis on yeah. there. That was the only way I could hook the safety chains to my truck.
2: I have seen that a lot. I had no
0: idea that's why. Yeah, because I couldn't, like, trailer like, trailer I truck couldn't truck. hook the chain to it. And so it was like, well, well that's, that's silly. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> the engineer, whoever whoever was designing this, was like, oh, this would be such a good design. And then they did it that way. But they've never...
1: They've never actually...
0: They've never hooked a trailer up. it. Because if they had hooked a trailer up, they would have been like, well, that doesn't work. Yeah. Same as these engineers that design the lights are like, well, that works. They probably never put it out in the wild and looked at it. And no,
1: like, no, definitely not. Well, that doesn't look,
0: could we try that differently maybe? <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: I don't know.
2: Could you just hang truck nuts from the back of your
1: truck? Yeah. and
0: then uh, Easier
2: to hang truck nuts than hook the trailer. And up. then do like a noose <laughs> notch around oh, the nuts yeah. and just like tow with your... Go with your nuts. Go so with your nuts? Would that <laughs> work
0: easier? Well, it's only if it falls it off the hitch that it becomes a problem. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Most of the time, the nuts would be fine.
2: Uh, deck Protect Inc. says, the pods remind me of an SNL skit
1: cone heads. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dan Aykroyd. Yep. That's the one. Who's the lady in that? I can't remember. I don't know. Uh, let's move on. Please. That's enough about lighting. Will you be using the deck for frequent entertaining? does a bear shit in the woods like what
0: what Holy are we smoke. talking about here do you know the one i heard the other day
2: what? i don't know if i should say it <laughs> if you're questioning it does Ooh. dolly
0: Parton sleep on her back that
2: was the one that i heard whoa the other day I was uh,
0: so. Boy.
1: yeah uh, so
2: are you gonna use well yeah
1: so the the small sentence that chase mentions here is uh if so, a drink, ma- drink rail might be a great fit. It also <laughs> provides a flat surface for placing drinks and small coffee's plates. So awful. It's awful. That's I just what? took a sip of this one. Why?
2: Okay. Boy, I didn't even right. listen to I, your
1: whole question. I was like, drink rails. So I don't Put know. Put a drink that, rail oh, on if you're going to entertain back there, apparently. I guess so. Makes I like sense. the look of drink rails, to Dude. be honest, more than anything. Yeah, I, I do. A little bulkier.
2: Um, because I think it allows you to tie the colors that are on your decking into the railing mm-hmm. a bit. I like that look where it's like the decking is all whatever tiki torch by tracks, whatever. And then you got black rail, then a nice tiki torch board on top again, I think looks sweet, mm-hmm. but also it's like, why not do it? You can still like, what can't you do with the drink rail that you could do with a round top rail? Hold on to the rail can, when you walk down
1: the stairs. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah, you might you still need your graspable rail if you want. Don't put. Don't put the drink on You're not going to put a drink on the stair rail anyway. What if That's you need to do? slide
1: the drink Shh. down the
2: stairs? But yeah, exactly. But you can still lean on it just the same it as you would have start. without a drink rail, but now you can also set your sure. thing on it. I think it's a good idea. We don't do enough of that. We don't sell enough drink rail clips for the fortress system. Like, we have them. People should use them. They should Who do sets drink their rails. drink down?
1: I only set it down when it's empty. empty.
2: <laughs> 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 well, you could build your pyramid on the deck rail. Oh, on the rail. Okay. Right?
0: Yeah, I, yeah. Drink rails are they're a good idea.
2: Uh, Handing construction yeah. says Wade hooks from the inside and under on an F three fifty. By the way, I have truck nuts on my skid steer keychain because that machine has balls. <laughs> <laughs> hooks from where? Sorry, hooks Underneath from the inside from. and under on an F three fifty.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that's how you that's how you hook up chains, right? Yeah, always.
0: Yeah, but my, like I don't the know. Yours, maybe I, I just have the wrong a- maybe I just have the wrong hook on there. Because I have the hook that has the part that latches back closed again so that it can't
2: fall off. Right. Maybe that part is proving to be the
1: difficult culprit.
2: Corey Dubb says Wade hasn't put a drink down in a long, long time. (laughs) He put that coffee down. Yeah, that coffee is horrible. Uh, Do we want to entertain on decks? Deck Protect says, Of course. We're Canadian. We're all tired of being inside for seven months. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Okay, and he's in
1: Ontario. So, <laughs> uh, what is the style of home?
0: Oh, that's a really good one.
1: Yeah, though there are no official rules, certain types of railings pair better with particular home styles. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and this is, I think, often not thought
2: of. So it's a great question. Mm-hmm. But this, how how well does this tie the guy right just into totally Totally himself. He redeems himself. Yeah. He's
1: coming back. Got a boy, Chase. Good job. Is that Chase. His name? Chase. Yeah, Chase. Chase Moritz.
2: Um, the Z. Z. This ties in well to the crystal rail conversation because a crystal rail look absolutely does not work on a lot of houses because of that (laughs) futuristic, spacey looking, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, you're not going to put that in a 120 year old Victorian, like craftsman style house that are just not going to look right. Not Mm -hmm. only just the pods, but even like the lighting of the edge of the glass doesn't, that's not, (laughs) that kind of light is not from that period of time. They didn't have LED edge glow glass. You need
1: oil lanterns.
2: Right, right.
0: (laughs) And so you would probably do like a composite rail because it's like big bulky posts and big top rail. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's certainly, yeah, anywhere up in the Northeast- Like New England era where those, those style of homes with the front porches and the big white, like craftsman bulky detail, Mm -hmm. uh, woodwork is, yeah, you don't want to throw even just a standard aluminum rail. You don't want to put that on there. It's too thin. It's not weighted and proportionate Mm -hmm. to the rest of, you know, the house probably has a porch with like eight or 10 or 12 inch columns supporting the roof. You don't want to go up there and put a two inch post dinky rail. Looks
0: like you skipped leg day.
2: Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah.
1: You know, fall over.
2: Yeah. So that there's certainly a lot to be said for that, and and um, there's lots of different styles of rails. or something that'll work for everything, but same with like cable rail. Cable rail is a super cool modern industrial look that is quite flexible for a lot of homes, but it might not work in some instances. I certainly think it's more flexible than the crystal rail and or the even the tron rail. rail. We could call it tron rail because oh, cable you can string through. A, that's yeah. not even a fair thing to that's say. What because I was cable say. you could run it through any type of post and top rail yeah. situation to make it look right. Yeah. So.
1: So cable rail. Very versatile, versatile out, rail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last question is, is the desired look bold or blended? In the early days of composite decking, projects often matched the deck with the railing, choosing composite railing of the same or similar color as the deck boards. Today, it's trendy for railings to provide a pop of color and to choose a deck railing material based on preference rather than only to match the composite.
0: Yeah, so... Uh- I feel like this happens a little bit here where people come in and they're often we sell like gray decking. That's probably the uh, Mm -hmm. lion's share of what we sell. And when Regal and, and Vista came out with gray rail, there was a lot of people that were like, we should put gray rail on there too. It's like gray deck and gray rail.
1: Yeah. Real boring.
0: And I think I, like we started down that path and we certainly we certainly put some value in that, but then it might have been the same
2: show that the Chris rail was at when they came out with titanium slate and we're like, Oh, that's going to be fire. That's going to do so well. Yeah.
0: But then I think what actually happened was when we started to sell to people, it was like, well, you're going to have multiple colors of gray and they won't match perfectly. And they start to clash and Mm -hmm. the soffit and fascia on your house is white and your windows and doors are white. And so maybe what you should actually be doing with railing is making it an accent to you know, like to the deck as opposed to trying to make it all gray. And it, and I think in practicality, like in in the real world application, that's what's happened. Yep, People are trying to match their railing to the trim of their house. And so the railing becomes the trim of the deck.
2: Yeah, I think that makes more sense. I, I appreciate the contrast versus trying to like blend it all together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't but like-
0: Like you said with the drink rail, that's how you, if you right. want to tie
2: your deck- and rail together, there's an opportunity. Sure, a little bit works fine, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just go like this. Just put it on top. But there's also, I think, something to be said for those front-facing decks. The frontage of your house, the curb appeal, like, does your house look nice and have nice features, and you want to retain those? Okay, well then maybe go with something a little bit more minimalist for your railing that's out front, because if it's on a, if you have a larger porch out front or something, you don't want the railing to be the star of the show because the house has nice detail to it. So maybe you want to go with something that's like, a thin top rail cable rail that's not, and it's black. So it kind of like fades it into a little bit and allows the other features else to pop. Mm-hmm. You probably don't want bright white wall of balusters is the first thing you notice. Cause it's closer to you and it like hides what's behind mm-hmm. the house. And all of a sudden that's the start of the show. The, yeah. the Regal aluminum rail budget rail was the, is yeah. the thing you notice about the house. Like that's yeah. not a good look. And so. most
1: aluminum rail all kind of looks the same yeah, like it looks brand to brand. It, Ish, yep. no one's like that's that's definitely regal rail similar looks yeah i think
2: the i think the bulkier the post the yeah. more kind of classier upscale it looks a little bit so yeah. to me when you see like for to example to the fortress bulk. again versus you know like a home rail or something like that from i don't know like the chinese stuff that's like a two inch skinny post well oh, yeah the, the, the fortress one with a three inch post looks much nicer yeah. it's also got a much more substantial post base cover and potentially post caps on top that looks a lot more classy. Mm-hmm. And even the texture and the co- paint color too, right? Like the Fortress, that matte white finish that Fortress has and Regal has it on the urban yep. uh, rail line as well. Looks really sharp to me compared to it, glossy white. Yep. Glossy white looks kind of inexpensive. Budgety cheap. to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks cheap. The matte white looks glassy, I think. So yeah. even something as simple as that can give you a, a totally different aesthetic, I think. But yeah, the post size,
1: Post size. That's the big one.
2: I think Mm -hmm. really gives a a different look for sure. Yeah.
1: Yep. I don't have any more railing questions. Good. There's only nine. Uh, Deck protect says. Shane would have lost it in this one. Yeah, you need
2: one. He (laughs) would have written (laughs) ten. Nine's my favorite number, so I'm okay with this. Oh, I wore number nine. Oh. uh, Basketball. Uh, And hockey when I was younger. Not anymore. (laughs)
1: Well uh, anymore. Anymore. let me know, have it. Like uh, well, you're, you're a 99.
2: You're for sure a 41. <laughs> Who's been 41? Nobody, that's the point. <laughs> uh leg day, that's funny, he says deck protect. Then he says, Gray alternative decking is baffling to me. Why? Um gray? It's like not baffling. The decking? the decking I have no problem with. I like a lot of the gray decking. I think it's quite sharp. What's your problem with gray decking, John? Because he does wood all the time, and that's brown. This mm-hmm. is true, mm-hmm. he's a wood guy. This is true, but I think that look of, you know, that if they're trying to replicate something that looks like weathered gray patinated Ipe, I think is a very nice look, and you're going to get that with something like Azek Coastline, mm-hmm. or Decorator's Tundra, mm-hmm. or uh, Fiberon Promenade. What is it? Uh, what's the light gray one?
1: Moonlit. Not moonlit. Is moonlit. It light Cove? Is it moonlit. Cove? Moonlit. Cove? That's what I wanted moonlit to
2: say, Cove? but I. So whatever the light gray one is, that that. Um, hairline graining with some subtle streaking to it. I think it looks sharp as hell. Now, if your house is all white and gray as it is, then yeah, maybe you want to contrast that with a pop of color. Maybe that's not the, that's not the one for you. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think it looks really good in a lot of cases. So certainly the, the people have spoken on that. We sell way, 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 way more gray decking than we do browns. Even though that might be starting to shift, the warm grays are happening for a couple last few years. It's been a thing, right? Feel warm like, grays are starting to
1: come. I feel like is easier to like compromise on. The right? other generally,
2: it it doesn't really. It goes with anything. It goes with anything. It's an easy. There's. It's hard to find a conflict and be like, yeah, it doesn't go with the house. No, gray can really work with anything. It's yeah. extremely neutral. Um. So yeah,
1: and spend your money on the lighting anyway.
2: Right. Sure.
1: It's gonna look better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, anything else?
2: No, that's all I got to say about that.
1: That's all you got to say about railing. It's tough
2: to have a good, like a, like a, a good riveting, conversation about railing. Riveting. So I like how it was structured. So thanks to Chase. Where is he? Does it say where he's from? Nope. He just he was a contributor just to Chase Merchant Building Products. How magazine. did he get in there?
0: Chase Moritz. How do you get
2: in that?
1: Or
0: like how do you you reach out to them and tell them you want to write an article?
1: Dear Merchant Magazine. Yeah, I don't know. Jack Protect says, If you clear oil wood, it goes gray. Yeah, and that's the like that's the what look. people are doing. That's
2: what they like. The look of that, I think. Without the maintenance of it.
1: No right? maintenance. That's a good compromise. Less maintenance, I guess.
2: Love it. Cool. That's it for me. Washing uh, things is not maintenance. Okay. We're gonna go there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not.
2: Here's where you okay, fine. <laughs> I'll bite. I don't like why. I don't know why we have to. <laughs> is like... washing
1: your jeans maintenance? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, it's not. If I don't upkeep the washing of my jeans, I can't wear them anymore. You're washing
2: them. No, not that's maintaining not true. You them. can wear them. Maintaining it would be like taking it into a like seamstress, seamstress. and getting her to getting the new fly hem some in. things, or getting a new fly put in or patching some some something something. The or knees or that's whatever. maintaining it for a longer life. Cleaning it is not. Cleaning it is cleaning it. It's not maintaining it.
1: Cleaning it doesn't help with maintenance?
2: No, then? no. The car analogy is my best. Okay. Washing your car. Right. Isn't maintaining it. Took it Changing to the, the oil is maintaining it. I took it. it to the service station so I could
0: get it maintained. What'd they do? Yeah, they, uh, they washed it. They do wash it though. No, they don't. Only if you pay them $100. They do wash <laughs> it. They you got to pay it. them to do everything. So, anyways, uh, I hate when, when manufacturers are like, well, you're not allowed to say it's, it's like, maintenance free. It's like, it is maintenance free.
2: But they've all gone that way. They're all scared to say that now. They all say it's low maintenance decking. Such crap.
1: But are they really talking about washing it or are they talking yeah. about other stuff?
2: So they're
0: talking about washing it.
1: Because it, because it somebody could got rot. Mad. It could do this. It's
0: because some lady spilled coffee on herself and then sued McDonald's and got rich. And now everybody has to be so careful. But the, what is
2: the purpose of maintaining something? It's to make it increase last longer. Increase longevity, right? right? And so if, if you let your composite deck be dirty, it's not shortening the life. So washing it isn't maintaining anything. So well, it's not doing anything other than making it I mean, you could argue
1: better. that. It, How? Could well, you? So if like you got I, a huh. bunch of rocks on your deck All and you don't sweep it and you go on. So now your you're deck, saying sweeping I'm it saying, saying, is maintenance? I'm just Yeah, it could be. <laughs> I'm, no, no, no. It's preventative like, maintenance.
0: But it doesn't wreck it. Like it, it yeah, wrecks if I step it. On so the, the rocks
2: being there it wrecks doesn't it, hurt anything. Ex- aesthetically,
1: it wrecks it. I could easily scratch it.
0: Right, but that doesn't. That doesn't mean that it now deteriorates and breaks down and falls apart. It just means it's scratched,
2: right? Okay, I don't want I don't know if I want to get into this. Your table <laughs> on the deck could scratch your deck.
0: Yeah, it could. Not could will. Moving will.
2: your table isn't maintenance. Yeah, it is. No,
1: it's not. <laughs> No, you're right. It's not. It's, uh, Curtis, it's but, not. Curtis,
2: uh, Curtis Patala says, I wish my wife was maintenance free. Holy. Wow. <laughs> he uses the term ultra low maintenance <laughs> for his wife or for his decking. Oh. Uh, okay. So debatable whether cleaning is maintenance or not. It's this not, will be an argument. It's that not maintenance. <laughs> I knew just, it. I I'm knew just it.
1: trying to provoke conversation. Devil's
2: advocate over there.
1: You guys are way funnier when I make you mad,
2: right? Is Bryce (laughs) looking uh, Haney Construction? Is Bryce looking for a get your rocks off on your deck comment?
1: Get your rocks off, yeah,
2: because you were like, yeah. (laughs) Bryce, what are you doing this week? While we're gone, what you you doing anything cool this weekend?
0: No, I'm not. Are you going bear hunting? You must be bear hunting. You gonna go catch fish, feed yourself,
2: cow cow tipping at least? No,
1: no, I'm not really doing anything interesting this weekend. What? Okay. Why did you think I was? Well, what did you think I was doing? Wicked things come in threes, so I figured if we're no, doing I'm not cool doing things, anything you cool so Dana's cool going camping. Though, Dana uh, is, is going camping.
2: Yeah, she's she's going fishing and camping. <gasps> she's yeah. gonna, probably going to take her BioLite
0: stove. She she's sure a big shot of that is. too, eh? Hey? She yeah. is.
1: I missed out on. So
0: see, Compound is burning
2: the old lights He does have his BioLite stove going right? out. Uh, BioLite plug here right now. Have you? You haven't gotten anything yet? No. And, and that BioLite light. stuff is freaking cool, which I've thought from the day, it, well, even before, that's why I ordered it, because I thought it was really cool stuff. But when it showed up, we're like, wow, this is even cooler than I thought. And now I've actually bought, like, I've used my little camp stove once now. I'm totally taking it with me up north. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed 60 pounds. I'll find two pounds to bring that little stove with me, because it's really cool. But I'm also downstairs going to do some shopping today to buy some more of the BioLite, like the glow lantern. Yep. I want to bring that up there. I'm going to grab one of the battery packs. What about solar panels? I was thinking about the solar panel and I don't know if I'll actually use it up there, but eventually right, I do want you to have one so much electricity. You know, well, there's you a generator up there.
0: Yeah. But you turn the generator off at night.
2: Right. But I don't know that like,
0: let's be honest during the
2: day when the sun's the out, most, I'm going to have my gadgets with me in the boat. Right. but you don't
0: Which need you won't, need which, won't <laughs> need, which you won't need because your gadgets aren't going to work. Like typically what you need power for is your phone and it's not going to work.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll be taking pictures though. my phone.
0: Yeah. That's but what I need it for. It turns out the connection to the world is what burns battery.
2: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> and I will be like reading, like I'll bring some books, my phone, rubber. Like if oh, get, okay.
1: I was like, you're gonna bring you're gonna bring paper books. No. Nope. You should get a paper book. Nope. You should nope. get a paper book.
2: You're gonna be off. No, the they period. weigh too much. Did it hiccup up there? <laughs> <laughs> Why would I do that? Uh, I can put ten books on my phone and it weighs no more than if I had no books on my phone. Never gonna read
1: ten books. You can't read.
2: I might listen to ten. <laughs> Yeah, like they might be picture books in audio format.
1: <laughs> picture books. It's curious, George.
0: There's a picture of a bear. I challenge you to go on day three. I challenge you to not touch your phone at all. Not at all. The first two days is too hard. But then on the third day,
2: try to like not touch it. Well, I don't imagine I'll, I'll touch my phone lots. Like I'm going to want to take some pictures and some videos while we're there. And that's going to be on my phone. And like.
1: Do you want me to send a camera up with you? You could use a real camera.
2: No, no, I don't want to do that.
1: Oh. Got it, 60 pounds. Oh yeah.
0: It's a weight thing. I don't need it's just really hard. Need So I've done <laughs> professional <laughs> photographer quality walleye pics. I just wanted a picture. I've done right. this, like I've done this off the grid stuff and it is like the first two days is so tricky
1: because
0: mm. you're just so used to using your phone. Oh, a hundred percent. There's going to be an itch to grab my phone and have a look at it. And then by the third day, you're like, cause so good. That thing's not doing anything. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. Then when you come out of there, it explodes. It's like, bang, bang, bang,
2: oh, bang, yeah. bang,
0: bang, 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 yeah. bang, bang, bang. And you're got like 600 mm-hmm. emails and chats and nah, it'll be, be wild.
2: No, I'm looking forward to turning it off because it's good. I don't, I don't do a good job of turning it off.
1: No? Nope. I love doing, I love turning it off.
2: I don't. I like, it's just
1: like. Like six, seven o'clock at yeah, night. You I try put it on get, the counter and I just walk away. You
0: try and get a hold of Bryce at seven?
1: Yeah. It I doesn't do happen. Yeah.
2: Gonzo, I should be better at <laughs> yeah. it, but I think that this like forced, uh, reprieve from technology will be enjoyable. I, so fishing aside, the fishing, I, I believe that I will probably fall in love with fishing a bit more this weekend. Like it's not something I ever feel the desire to go do. Mm-hmm. I, I believe I would enjoy it if I ever went and did it. Like, cause like I said, I'm, I'm a, my mind is going all the time. The idea of sitting in a boat and doing nothing
1: only feels having, a little foreign to me. Only having one task, fishing.
2: Right. But I think this will also it. be good to, like, this is going to be cool because it's like a chance for my my dad and my father-in-law and brother-in-law just like... How many boats do you have? Talk. Two boats? Uh, I think there's actually a few boats up there. Okay. I believe in pictures I've seen, there's like six boats on the shore. Are you going to...
0: Race? Do you have, a like, a schedule where you're going to, like, fish with your dad one day and then fish with your brother-in-law one day
2: and then fish by yourself? No, I don't know what, what our plan is.
0: Okay. So when, when we'd go on this trip, there'd be six of us that would go and then we would set up a, like... One day I fish with Luke, and then one day I fish with Drew, and then one day gotcha. I fish with Chris. Right? Yeah. Um. Anyways, it would be good. You'll have like totally different uh,
2: conversations each day, right? Like you and yeah, I bet. would have a. So even the drive up there is mm. eight
1: hours. That's the yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's a long drive, right?
2: And so it's gonna be like there's gonna be a lot of conversation that we wouldn't normally have. Yeah. Uh, like my dad and I don't have phone calls. That's yeah. if we're on the phone, it's because he's on his way to Regina and he wants to know for home. <laughs> it's right, like, exactly. yeah, we are. See you soon. <laughs> Your it. dad, isn't the chattiest guy, not the chattiest guy. And I'm not a phone chatty phone person either. And so <laughs> send me a text. Yeah. that will be that. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. Then, like, yeah. Like I don't like my brother-in-law lives in PA. He lives up North. I don't see him at time. We don't sit there and have hour long conversations either. So this will be different. I'm curious how this, yeah. well, this the car ride will be, go, be the worst. <laughs> Once you're on the boat, <laughs> then it's good. That's real.
1: It's like, it's just, bad. I love driving, but so.
2: I've always wanted to just kind of like go rough it in the woods off yeah. the grid a little bit. Yeah. Just from a camping perspective, like not even like let's go on a fishing trip, just like packing your camp, stove in a tent, hiking a bunch, mm-hmm. setting up shop <gasps> somewhere and just doing that. So this is going to be close, close to that. We'll have a cabin up there, but it's going to be about as rough as you can get without the cabin, right? right? It's like off yeah. the grid. And like,
0: I, over the last two years, I've really... Cook what you, or cook what you catch, I think, it would be cool. Yeah. Like eat what you catch. So that's super good. Uh, for over the last couple of years, I've started to entertain this idea of, like, backpacking in to the, uh, into the mountains. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. I'd do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't know if I could do it or, like, I feel like I could, but I wonder if I'm, like, misled and how much work
1: that actually is. I mean, it's a lot of work. <laughs> It's a lot of work. So, I don't want to do something that there's
2: like, a, I don't want to, I don't want to do something where it's like, there's a chance you don't come back out of there. I don't want to do that kind of <laughs> trip. Right. But it, like a uh, somewhat traveled, like, like a trail map. And it's like, you do this and then you whatever. Yeah. And it's like, like a four day
0: hike and you like hike to a place and then camp and then hike to a new place and then camp. And yeah. then
2: And you, you hike and you're out. You yeah. that f- might be fish the rivers or something and catch your odd meal and yep. scavenge for berries a little bit. And like,
1: Yeah I don't know if I do that.
2: I, <laughs> I eat <laughs> mushrooms.
0: Just yeah. be like, Just start oh, eating
2: stuff. I'm gonna eat this mushroom. I uh <laughs> like. I'd be okay goes. throwing some backup food in the backpack, or whatever. But like, I absolutely, I like the idea of doing that because camping has become so glamping, right? Like yeah, yeah. when we go camping, it's yeah. usually yeah. with one of our parents. There's a 35 foot fifth wheel with TVs and air conditioners, and like you're like, are we roughing it here no, or not? Because yeah. roughing it is like oh, I sm- my clothes smell like smoke. That's about as like yeah, roughing as it fire. Gets. Yeah. right yeah and so, so
0: not in a biolite because if you had a biolite fire it wouldn't smoke doesn't smoke
2: at all right but i think it'd be cool just like to have to live off the, not like short term go in the mountains for three days and like live off figured out
0: when the like, ronavirus first happened i thought i was gonna end up at the cabin because everybody was going so crazy and they're like stealing stuff and everybody was buying things and i was like well this is getting a little out of hand
1: time to leave i think
0: i'm gonna go to the forest Mm-hmm. and then yep. at least there you're like left to your own devices nobody kind of shows up and bugs you mm-hmm. so yeah so but anyways i'm gonna enjoy
2: this i'm gonna enjoy this yeah, little uh, trip. And it'll be cool to be, to be out like it'll be different for sure being out where there's like no other souls around yeah be different so yeah i love it
1: yeah super cool okay let's get you on your way let's rock and roll okay. See you guys next week peace Hey, thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site, come and shop. shop UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.